we often hear of global globalization the world becoming smaller every part of the world being available to us within any 24 hour spell cultures living alongside one another cultures engaging with one another a whole series of faiths a whole series of belief systems a whole series of value systems and the result of this is a much changed and much changing world and this country of ours is rapidly changing because of these things and christianity as we have traditionally known it in these shores is no longer the secure basis of this nation's life that it used to be all forms of attack are coming upon christianity all forms of attack are coming upon christians we watch the television we read the newspapers we look at the internet we hear people talking and the christian faith is under attack in a dimension and a degree that it has never been under attack before we are told that jesus is no longer regarded as the son of god we are told that the bible is nothing more than a series of historical documents detailing the circumstances and experiences of a group of people who live in a very very small and limited part of the world and at a time that has long since passed there is no relevance for today Jesus did not perform miracles he was a magician an illusionist Jesus does have does not have the power over life and death he was sentenced to death as a common criminal and so it goes on and on and those of us who claim to be followers of the Lord Jesus Christ find ourselves being increasingly marginalized increasingly set upon if not directly then certainly upon the principles and values that we hold fast to and in this process we can be forgiven for beginning to question things that perhaps have always been held as certainties doubts begin to arise and before we know where we are we are becoming so confused 
that we are prepared to accept the unacceptable. We are prepared to tolerate the intolerable. We are being watered down. We are having our teeth withdrawn. Because that is the society in which we live. You must have heard, as I did once again this Christmas, the move to ban Christmas because it is exclusive. The move to remove the, the move to remove the word Christ from the front of cards in case it offends people who don't share those faiths. You've heard about the programme of the undercover journalist that observed the worship in a mosque over this past 12 months. And what came out of the preaching in that mosque. And there are moves afoot to ensure that claims for Jesus stay within the secular law and don't fall foul of the secular law. And so you and I as individuals are under attack. But I don't want to cave in. And I'm not going to cave in. Because God has revealed himself to me and has convicted me of his truths beyond all doubt. And so I am happy to engage in this world for what I believe to be right. And to stand upon principles that I believe to be right. As unfashionable as many of those may seem to the world outside. If we as individuals have uncertainties about the faith that we profess to hold, then our lives will become confused, chaotic, lacking in true joy, and going down a whole series of blind alleys. How much more then, as we come together as a fellowship, are we prone to not standing firm for the things of God? Doubting the voice of God that we feel we are hearing. Not having the strength of conviction to begin to take that journey of faith into new environments and new situations. We as a fellowship are going nowhere unless individually we can live our Christian faith with certainty in an uncertain world. And if we are able to do that, then what we decide as a church will be a decision that is based on God's purpose, that is based on God's ways.
that enables us to be mobile with our faith and take our faith out into the community. And as we see the community coming onto the church site, we can engage with them in a wonderfully friendly, welcoming way. But with that essential faith as part of our life and witness in this place. Now tomorrow night we have a crucial church meeting where the elders have coordinated the material that came out of the consultancy weekend and have put together a report and an action plan. This is our opportunity to mean business with God and to put into practice those things that you said during that consultancy weekend. That we show God that what we said in October we are now prepared to put into practice as we seek to move forward and develop as a relevant, faithful, loving and mission-minded Church of Jesus Christ. Now with all this in mind, I have put together a series of 30 acts of worship that I will lead this year and they will all be seeking to enable each one of us to have a strong faith in an uncertain world. That we once again reflect upon the journey of our Lord. And we reflect upon our lives. And we ask ourselves a question once again. Are we going to journey with the Lord? Or are we going to continue to journey alone? Struggling with all of life's problems. And these 30 acts of worship are going to be done through the central theme of the journey of life. And through those 30 weeks, we will be looking at every aspect of life. Life before we were physically born, every aspect of life during our physical lives, and what lies ahead beyond this life. I have but one authority that I base all these things on, and that is the Word of God given to us in the Bible. And so everything that we think of and do this year will be biblically based. And I hope and pray that each one of us at the end of this year will have a relationship with Jesus that is not only very real, but goes beyond what we have experienced in that relationship with him ever before. Every single one of us, no matter how old we are, must 
grow in the Lord. Our growing in him, our understanding of him, and carrying out his purpose never should stop. We don't suddenly get to the age of 65 and say, that's it. I'm now mature. I know all I need to do. There is growth to our final breath and beyond. And so I hope and pray that we will all receive from God a great blessing as we go through these different thoughts this year. Of course there are things called the church calendar. There is Easter, Pentecost, Harvest Festival, Remembrance Sunday, Christmas. These services will, of course, take place. And so those 30 services will occasionally be replaced by the theme of the season. But by the end of this year, I hope we will have shared together in the things that I know God has given me to say. And so let us remain seated and reflectfully and sincerely sing together Abba Father number three in the hymn book. <laughs>